Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Jesus forgave us of all sin, past, present, and even future sin. Andrew brought good news to me. I could understand the Bible more the way he taught it. Jesus forgave you one time, and that's for everything. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Thursday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm going to continue to teach on a spirit of excellence. This is the Spanish version of that, La Excelencia, I think is the way you say that. Here's the English version. We also have CDs and DVDs, and tomorrow is going to be my last day to offer these products over our television program. So I encourage you to please go to the effort of getting this. I tell you, a spirit of excellence is something that is in short supply in our day. Most people are just shooting at nothing and hitting it every time. And that is not what God made us for. God loves us if we are just living a mediocre life, but God never created a piece of junk. God never created a failure. God never created just an average person. Now, it's obvious that each one of us have different assignments and not everybody's going to be leading the parade, but whatever you do, you need to do it with the spirit of excellence. And that's what I've been talking about for three weeks. We've talked about you have to have an identity. You need to know who you are in Christ. And I guarantee you, Jesus didn't make you to be average. He made you to be exceptional in every single way, regardless of what place He's planted you in. You should have a spirit of excellence. And then you can't compromise. I find that most people will compromise. They will just try and obtain some goal, and it doesn't matter how they get there. But I'm telling you, how you get there is as important as where you go. You need to not compromise along the way. Compromise is a language of the devil. And then what I've been dealing with the last few days is that you have to be bold. You have to be demonstrative with your commitment to the Lord. And I use Daniel chapter 6, where Daniel actually was going to be promoted to be the second in command over the entire Persian Empire. And it says in Daniel chapter 6, verse 3, it was because he had an excellent spirit. And so the people that he was going to rule over, they were jealous of him. You know, Daniel wasn't even a Persian, and yet he was going to be ruling over the entire Persian Empire. And so people were jealous of him, and they sought some way to come against him, and yet they couldn't find anything because he was such an excellent person that his life matched his speech 100%. So what they did was finally trick Darius into making a command that nobody could even petition any other god except Darius for 30 days. And he fell into their trap, and once that was signed, the law of the Persians could never be altered. And Daniel, it says in Daniel chapter 6, verse 10, he knew this. He knew that it was signed, and yet he opened his windows and publicly prayed three times a day just the way he had done before. And so one of the points that I was making that if you're going to have an excellent spirit, which it says right here in this very chapter that Daniel was thought, they thought to promote him because he had an excellent spirit, and this is a man who refused to obey ungodly laws. This is justification for civil disobedience, not anarchy, but civil disobedience 
WITH A GOOD ATTITUDE, NOT REBELLING AT THE POWER, BUT REBELLING AT UNGODLY COMMANDS. AND I TELL YOU, WE ARE HAVING UNGODLY THINGS BEING PASSED AND PROMOTED TODAY. THEY ARE PROMOTING HOMOSEXUALITY. THEY'RE PROMOTING ABORTION. I ACTUALLY HEARD A THING THAT uh, ABORTION WORLDWIDE IS NOW THE LEADING CAUSE OF DEATH IN THE WORLD. THERE ARE MORE PEOPLE DYING OF ABORTION THAN THERE ARE ANY SICKNESS, ANY DISEASE, ANY PLAGUE. THAT'S TERRIBLE. AND I GUARANTEE YOU, WE NEED TO STAND AGAINST THAT. SO THERE IS A PLACE FOR CIVIL DISOBEDIENCE, BEING BOLD AND STANDING EVEN IN THE FACE OF OPPOSITION. WHAT I WANT TO TALK ABOUT TODAY IS TO TALK ABOUT HOW THAT HUMILITY IS A SUPER IMPORTANT PART OF HAVING AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT. AND um, I'M GOING TO USE THE EXAMPLE OF NEBUCHADNEZZAR AS THE ANTITHESIS OF THIS. NEBUCHADNEZZAR LEARNED THIS LESSON ABOUT HIS ARROGANCE AND HIS SELF-CONFIDENCE. AND MOST PEOPLE DON'T REALIZE THIS, BUT DO YOU KNOW THAT NEBUCHADNEZZAR IS THE ONE THAT WROTE THE FOURTH CHAPTER OF THE BOOK OF DANIEL? THIS IS THE ONLY TIME WHERE A PAGAN KING WROTE A CHAPTER IN THE BIBLE. BUT NEBUCHADNEZZAR IS THE ONE THAT WROTE THIS CHAPTER. LOOK AT THIS IN DANIEL CHAPTER 4, VERSE 1. IT SAYS, NEBUCHADNEZZAR, THE KING, UNTO ALL PEOPLE, NATIONS, AND LANGUAGES THAT DWELL IN THE EARTH, PEACE BE MULTIPLIED UNTO YOU. I THOUGHT IT GOOD TO SHOW THE SIGNS AND WONDERS THAT THE HIGH GOD HATH WROUGHT TOWARDS ME. HOW GREAT ARE HIS SIGNS, HOW MIGHTY ARE HIS WONDERS, HIS KINGDOM, IS AN EVERLASTING KINGDOM, AND HIS DOMINION IS FROM GENERATION TO GENERATION. AND SO THE REST OF THIS FOURTH CHAPTER GOES ON, AND HE RECOUNTS AN EXPERIENCE THAT HE HAD WITH THE LORD. NOW, NEBUCHADNEZZAR WAS A PERSON WHO WAS ANOINTED BY GOD. THERE'S A NUMBER OF SCRIPTURES THAT TALK ABOUT GOD IS THE ONE THAT RAISED NEBUCHADNEZZAR UP TO BRING JUDGMENT ON THESE NATIONS THAT HAD FORSAKEN HIM, SPECIFICALLY THE JEWISH NATION. GOD USED NEBUCHADNEZZAR TO EXECUTE JUDGMENT UPON HIS PEOPLE. BUT NEBUCHADNEZZAR WAS AN UNGODLY KING. NEBUCHADNEZZAR IS THE ONE THAT HAD THIS DREAM IN THE uh, SECOND CHAPTER OF THE BOOK OF DANIEL. AND HE KNEW IT WAS IMPORTANT, BUT HE HAD FORGOTTEN THE DETAILS. HE EVEN FORGOT WHAT THE DREAM WAS. AND SO HE CALLED ALL OF HIS MAGICIANS AND ASTROLOGERS TOGETHER AND TOLD THEM TO TELL HIM THE DREAM AND GIVE HIM THE INTERPRETATION. AND THEY SAID, YOU ASKED TOO MUCH. NOBODY HAS EVER ASKED PEOPLE TO TELL THEM WHAT THE DREAM IS. YOU TELL US THE DREAM AND THEN WE'LL GIVE YOU AN INTERPRETATION. AND HE GOT MAD AT HIM AND HE SAYS, I CAN SEE THAT YOU'RE STALLING BECAUSE YOU KNOW THAT THIS THING IS GONE FROM ME. AND HE SAYS, IF YOU CAN'T MAKE THIS DREAM KNOWN AND THEN GIVE ME AN INTERPRETATION, I'M GOING TO KILL ALL OF YOU. AND SO HE GAVE THE DECREE TO GO KILL ALL OF THE MAGICIANS, ALL OF THE ASTROLOGERS IN THE NATION OF BABYLON. AND WHEN THEY CAME TO DANIEL AND HIS THREE FRIENDS, DANIEL SAID, I'LL TELL HIM WHAT HIS DREAM IS. AND SO DANIEL CAME IN, TOLD HIM THE DREAM, AND INTERPRETED THE DREAM TO HIM. AND uh, HE SAVED THE LIVES OF ALL OF THESE OTHER PEOPLE. THEN IN THE THIRD CHAPTER, THIS SAME MAN, NEBUCHADNEZZAR, BASED ON THE INTERPRETATION THAT DANIEL HAD GIVEN OF THIS DREAM, HE MADE AN IMAGE OF GOLD, AND IT WAS HUGE. I THINK IT WAS OVER 60 FEET TALL. AND HE MADE AN IMAGE OF HIMSELF OUT OF GOLD AND COMMANDED THAT EVERYBODY HAD TO WORSHIP IT. AND WHEN THE MUSIC PLAYED, THEN EVERYBODY HAD TO FALL DOWN AND WORSHIP BEFORE HIM. NOW THAT SHOWS YOU THAT THIS WAS NOT A GODLY KING. HE COMMANDED PEOPLE TO WORSHIP HIS GOLDEN IMAGE OF HIMSELF, AND ANYBODY WHO WOULDN'T WORSHIP WOULD BE THROWN INTO THE 
uh, BURNING FIERY FURNACE. AND OF COURSE, I'VE ALREADY DEALT WITH THIS, BUT SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND ABEDNEGO REFUSED TO BOW. AND ALSO THEY REFUSED TO BURN. THEY WERE THROWN INTO THE FURNACE AND GOD DELIVERED THEM. AND I USE THAT EXAMPLE TO SHOW THAT YOU CAN'T COMPROMISE. YOU CAN'T GIVE IN TO UNGODLY COMMANDS. AND SO NEBUCHADNEZZAR HAD ALREADY DONE ALL OF THESE THINGS. AND THAT SHOWS THAT HE REALLY DID NOT HAVE A RELATIONSHIP WITH THE LORD. BUT THEN IN THE FOURTH CHAPTER, DANIEL ACTUALLY LET NEBUCHADNEZZAR WRITE A WRITING ABOUT WHAT HAD HAPPENED TO HIM, AND DANIEL INCLUDED IT IN THE BOOK OF DANIEL. AND THIS IS THE ONLY CHAPTER IN THE BIBLE WRITTEN BY A PAGAN, UNGODLY KING. AT THE TIME, NEBUCHADNEZZAR WAS THE GREATEST KING THAT HAD EVER RULED. HE RULED MORE OF THE EARTH THAN ANY PERSON HAD EVER DONE BEFORE HIM. HE HAD CONQUERED BASICALLY THE KNOWN WORLD. AND THE BABYLON WAS JUST THIS, I MEAN, JEWEL. IT WAS THIS IMPENETRABLE CITY. AND THEY HAD THESE HANGING GARDENS, THAT THE HANGING GARDENS OF BABYLON WERE ONE OF THE SEVEN WONDERS OF THE ANCIENT WORLD. AND I MEAN, NEBUCHADNEZZAR HAD SUCCEEDED LIKE NO PERSON BEFORE HIM HAD EVER DONE. HE HAD NOT ONLY CONQUERED LARGE AMOUNT OF LAND, BUT HE HAD uh, BUILT UP BABYLON. HE HAD THIS EMPIRE, AND HE WAS JUST THE MIGHTIEST MAN THAT HAD EVER LIVED ON THE PLANET UP UNTIL THAT TIME BY HIS EVALUATION. AND SO HE BEGINS TO WRITE THIS CHAPTER. AND I'M NOT GOING TO READ THROUGH ALL OF THIS. I ENCOURAGE YOU TO READ THIS BECAUSE THIS IS A UNIQUE CHAPTER IN THE BIBLE. BUT ANYWAY, HE HAD THIS DREAM. AND I'M JUST GOING TO QUICKLY GO THROUGH THIS. YOU CAN READ IT FOR DETAILS. BUT IN THIS DREAM, HE HAD A HUGE TREE THAT WAS SO BIG IT SPREAD OUT AND IT COVERED THE EARTH. AND THEN THERE WAS THIS BAND THAT WAS PUT AROUND THE STUMP OF THE TREE, AND THEN A VOICE CAME FROM HEAVEN AND SAYS, CUT DOWN THE TREE UNTIL SEVEN TIMES HAVE PASSED OVER. AND SO PEOPLE CAME AND CUT DOWN THIS TREE, THIS HUGE TREE, IT WAS CUT DOWN. AND SO NEBUCHADNEZZAR AWOKE, AND HE HAD THIS DREAM, AND NOBODY COULD INTERPRET THIS DREAM TO HIM. SO THEY CALLED FOR DANIEL, BECAUSE DANIEL HAD ALREADY INTERPRETED HIS DREAM, NOT ONLY INTERPRETED THE DREAM, BUT TOLD HIM WHAT HIS DREAM WAS IN THE SECOND CHAPTER. AND SO THEY BROUGHT DANIEL IN, AND DANIEL uh, GAVE THIS INTERPRETATION. AND AGAIN, I'M JUST GIVING YOU THE HIGHLIGHT OF THIS SO THAT I CAN MOVE ON THROUGH THIS. BUT HE SAID THAT YOU, O KING, ARE THIS TREE. YOU ARE THIS MIGHTY KINGDOM THAT HAS GROWN AND SPREAD OUT AND IT COVERS THE ENTIRE EARTH. BUT BECAUSE NEBUCHADNEZZAR WAS OPERATING IN PRIDE AND ARROGANCY AND NOT REALIZING THAT IT WAS GOD THAT HAD USED HIM, NEBUCHADNEZZAR HAD BEGUN TO PROMOTE HIMSELF AND TALK ABOUT THAT HE WAS THE ONE THAT HAD DONE ALL OF THIS STUFF OUT OF HIS OWN POWER. AND YOU CAN SEE THAT BY THE FACT THAT HE MADE THIS GOLDEN IMAGE OF HIMSELF AND COMMANDED PEOPLE TO WORSHIP IT IN THE THIRD CHAPTER. AND SO DANIEL SAID THAT BECAUSE OF HIS SINS AGAINST GOD, THAT GOD WAS GOING TO CUT HIM DOWN AND TAKE THE KINGDOM FROM HIM. BUT FOR AS MUCH AS THERE WAS A METAL BAND AROUND THE STUMP OF THE TREE, THAT MEANT THAT HIS KINGDOM WOULD BE SURE TO HIM. AND EVEN THOUGH HE WOULD LOSE THE KINGDOM FOR A PERIOD OF TIME, GOD WOULD EVENTUALLY GIVE IT BACK TO HIM. AND DANIEL WENT ON TO PROPHESY THAT... The, LET ME JUST READ A PORTION OF THIS un, UNTO THEE. Uh, unto, I'M READING THE KING JAMES HERE. UNTO YOU. IN VERSE 15, IT SAYS, NEVERTHELESS, LEAVE THE STUMP OF THE ROOTS IN THE EARTH, EVEN WITH A BAND OF IRON AND BRASS IN THE TENDER GRASS OF THE FIELD, AND LET IT BE WET WITH THE DEW OF HEAVEN, 
AND LET HIS PORTION BE WITH THE BEAST OF THE uh, GRASS OF THE EARTH. LET HIS HEART BE CHANGED FROM MAN'S, AND LET A BEAST HEART BE GIVEN UNTO HIM, AND LET SEVEN TIMES PASS OVER HIM. AND SO HE SAID THIS MATTER IS DECREED BY GOD. AND SO THE INTERPRETATION OF IT WAS THAT GOD IS GOING TO TAKE YOUR KINGDOM, NEBUCHADNEZZAR, GOD'S GOING TO TAKE YOUR KINGDOM AWAY FROM YOU, AND YOU'RE GOING TO LITERALLY TURN INTO AN ANIMAL. FOR SEVEN YEARS, YOU'RE GOING TO LOSE YOUR MIND. YOU'RE GOING TO GO OUT AND BE LIKE AN ANIMAL THAT YOUR HAIR GROWS LIKE FUR ON AN ANIMAL. YOUR FINGERNAILS WILL BECOME CLAWS, AND YOU'RE GOING TO EAT GRASS LIKE AN OX UNTIL YOU KNOW THAT THE LORD RULES IN THE KINGDOM OF MEN AND GIVES IT TO THE BASEST of of PEOPLE. IN OTHER WORDS, GOD DIDN'T USE YOU BECAUSE YOU WERE SO GREAT. HE JUST CHOSE TO USE YOU TO EXECUTE HIS JUDGMENT, AND YOU WERE THE TOOL THAT HE USED, BUT GOD WAS THE SOURCE THAT GAVE YOU ALL OF THESE THINGS, AND YOU ARE GOING TO LIVE LIKE AN ANIMAL UNTIL YOU UNDERSTAND THAT GOD WAS THE SOURCE OF ALL OF YOUR GOODNESS. MAN, THERE ARE SO MANY APPLICATIONS OF THIS TO US. THERE ARE SOME PEOPLE WATCHING THIS RIGHT NOW THAT MAYBE YOU'VE RISEN TO THE TOP OF YOUR JOB OR MAYBE TO THE TOP OF YOUR COMPANY OR YOU'VE RISEN TO THE TOP OF YOUR CHURCH OR WHATEVER REALM AND YOU HAVE DONE ALL OF THESE THINGS AND YOU'VE GOT YOUR MANTLE FULL OF TROPHIES AND AWARDS AND ALL OF THESE THINGS, BUT YOU'RE THINKING THAT YOU'VE DONE IT BY YOUR OWN MIGHT, BY YOUR OWN POWER. YOU'RE READING YOUR OWN PRESS RELEASES AND THINKING THAT YOU'RE JUST AWESOME. DID YOU KNOW THAT THERE IS A DIRECT PARALLEL HERE? AND IN THE SAME WAY THAT NEBUCHADNEZZAR THOUGHT IT WAS HIS OWN MIGHT, HIS OWN POWER, IT WAS HIS GREATNESS THAT HAD ACCOMPLISHED ALL OF THESE THINGS. GOD WANTED HIM TO KNOW THAT HE WAS THE BASEST OF ALL PEOPLE. GOD DIDN'T USE HIM BECAUSE HE WAS THE GREATEST PERSON. HE USED HIM BECAUSE HE WAS JUST AVAILABLE. AND SO DANIEL, AFTER HE GAVE THIS PROPHECY, THEN HE SAYS, O KING NEBUCHADNEZZAR, HE SAYS, uh, BREAK OFF YOUR SINS BY RIGHTEOUSNESS THAT THERE MIGHT BE A LENGTHENING OF YOUR TRANQUILITY. IN OTHER WORDS, WHAT GOD WAS SAYING THROUGH THIS DREAM, IT WAS GOING TO COME TO PASS. BUT DANIEL SHOWED THAT YOU COULD LENGTHEN THE PERIOD OF PEACE THAT YOU HAD IF YOU WOULD BEGIN TO SEEK THE LORD. YOU COULDN'T NECESSARILY STOP THIS FROM HAPPENING, BUT YOU COULD LENGTHEN THE PERIOD OF TIME THAT YOU DID GOOD. AND uh, SO ANYWAY, NEBUCHADNEZZAR, FOR ABOUT ANOTHER 12 MONTHS, he, HE CONTINUED HIS REIGN AFTER THIS PROPHECY AND STUFF. BUT THEN FINALLY, LET ME JUST READ THIS IN VERSE 28. ALL THIS CAME UPON KING NEBUCHADNEZZAR. AT THE END OF 12 MONTHS, HE WALKED IN THE PALACE OF THE KINGDOM OF BABYLON. THE KING SPAKE AND SAID, IS NOT THIS GREAT BABYLON THAT I HAVE BUILT FOR THE HOUSE OF THE KINGDOM BY THE MIGHT OF MY POWER AND FOR THE HONOR OF MY MAJESTY? IN OTHER WORDS, HE WAS FALLING BACK INTO THIS THING AND THINKING, LOOK WHAT I HAVE DONE. THIS IS MY KINGDOM. THIS IS MY HOUSE. AND LIKE I SAID, THESE HANGING GARDENS WERE JUST BEAUTIFUL. IT WAS ONE OF THE SEVEN WONDERS OF THE ANCIENT WORLD. AND HE WAS LOOKING AT HIS KINGDOM AND ALL OF THE THINGS THAT HE HAS DONE AND THINKING THAT I HAVE DONE THIS AND IT'S ALL FOR MY MAJESTY. AND LOOK AT THIS IN VERSE 31. IT SAYS, WHILE THE WORDS WERE IN THE KING'S MOUTH, THERE FELL A VOICE FROM HEAVEN SAYING, O KING NEBUCHADNEZZAR, TO THEE IT IS SPOKEN, THE KINGDOM IS DEPARTED FROM THEE, AND THEY SHALL DRIVE THEE FROM MAN, AND THY DWELLING SHALL BE WITH THE BEAST OF THE FIELD, AND and THEY SHALL MAKE THEE TO EAT GRASS as, uh, AS AN OXEN, AND SEVEN TIMES, WHICH WE FIND OUT WAS SEVEN YEARS, SHALL PASS OVER THEE UNTIL 
Thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of man and giveth it to whomsoever he will. The same hour was the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar, and he was driven from man and did eat grass as oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hairs were grown like eagles' feathers and his nails like birds' claws. At the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes unto heaven. YOU KNOW, BEFORE I GET INTO THIS AND HIS RESTORATION, LET ME JUST SAY THAT THIS IS AMAZING. THIS IS AMAZING TO THINK THAT A MAN WHO RULED OVER THE LARGEST KINGDOM THAT HAD EVER RULED ON THE EARTH UNTIL THAT TIME COULD GO OUT AND APPARENTLY JUST LOST HIS MIND. HE WENT TOTALLY CRAZY. HE BEGAN TO EAT GRASS LIKE AN OX. HE uh, TOOK HIS CLOTHES OFF. HIS HAIR BECAME LIKE BIRD FEATHERS, HIS FINGERNAILS LIKE CLAWS. AND FOR SEVEN YEARS, HE WAS A MADMAN OUT IN THE FIELD EATING GRASS. THAT'S AMAZING THAT THAT HAPPENED. BUT, YOU KNOW, IT'S EVEN MORE AMAZING THAT HIS KINGDOM WAS was SAFE UNTO HIM. AND THAT AT THE END OF THIS TIME, WHEN HE FINALLY TURNED TO THE LORD, GOD RESTORED TO HIM HIS KINGDOM AND ALL OF THE MAJESTY AND THE GLORY THAT HE HAD BEFORE. I'VE PONDERED THIS MANY TIMES AND WONDERED HOW IN THE WORLD COULD THIS HAPPEN. AND I DON'T KNOW THIS FOR SURE, BUT I HAVE READ SOME COMMENTARIES THAT, AGAIN, IF YOU WERE TO READ THIS ENTIRE INSTANCE, uh, NEBUCHADNEZZAR'S WIFE, THE QUEEN, WAS RIGHT THERE. AND WHEN DANIEL GAVE THIS INTERPRETATION AND TOLD THE KING TO BREAK OFF HIS SINS BY RIGHTEOUSNESS SO THAT THERE COULD BE A LENGTHENING OF HIS TRANQUILLITY, THE QUEEN WAS RIGHT THERE, AND SHE SPOKE UP AND PLEADED WITH NEBUCHADNEZZAR TO RESPOND TO DANIEL AND TO FOLLOW HIS DIRECTION. AND SO I'VE READ SOME COMMENTARIES THAT THIS IS EXTRA-BIBLICAL MATERIAL, BUT THEY SAY THAT THE QUEEN OF NEBUCHADNEZZAR IS THE ONE THAT HELD THE KINGDOM TOGETHER BASED ON THE PROPHECY THAT DANIEL GAVE AND THE INTERPRETATION, AND THAT BECAUSE SHE BELIEVED THAT AND OTHER PEOPLE THAT WERE IN THE COURT BELIEVED THAT uh, EVENTUALLY AFTER SEVEN YEARS, NEBUCHADNEZZAR WOULD COME BACK TO HIMSELF, THAT THEY HELD THE KINGDOM TOGETHER AND KEPT IT AND WAITED ON NEBUCHADNEZZAR TO RETURN BACK TO HIS RIGHT MIND. SO I DON'T KNOW IF THAT'S EXACTLY HOW IT HAPPENED, BUT THIS IS ABSOLUTELY MIRACULOUS THAT A MAN RULING OVER THE MIGHTIEST NATION ON THE PLANET COULD GO OUT AND FOR SEVEN YEARS BE TOTALLY OUT OF HIS MIND AND THEN COME BACK AND ASSUME HIS THRONE AND HAVE ALL OF HIS POWER AND EVERYTHING GIVEN BACK UNTO HIM. YOU KNOW, JUST THINK, IF SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER THE PRESIDENT OF THE UNITED STATES FOR SEVEN YEARS JUST TOTALLY WENT CRAZY AND TOOK HIS CLOTHES OFF AND STARTED EATING GRASS AND LET HIS HAIR GROW AND HIS FINGERNAILS LIKE CLAWS, AND THEN THAT'S ONE THING TO THINK THAT THAT COULD EVEN HAPPEN, BUT THEN TO THINK THAT THE PEOPLE WOULD JUST ALLOW HIM TO COME BACK IN AND TO RESUME BEING PRESIDENT, IT'S UNTHINKABLE. I CAN'T EVEN IMAGINE, I CAN'T EVEN THINK ABOUT THIS HAPPENING, AND YET THIS IS EXACTLY WHAT HAPPENED WITH NEBUCHADNEZZAR. SO, uh, IN VERSE 34, IT SAYS, AT THE END OF THE DAYS, I, NEBUCHADNEZZAR, LIFTED UP MINE EYES TO HEAVEN. MAN, I WISH I HAD TIME TO GO INTO THIS, BUT THE HEBREW WORD THAT IS USED HERE AND ALSO IN THE NEW TESTAMENT WHEN IT SAYS THAT JESUS LIFTED UP HIS EYES TO HEAVEN AND BLESSED THE BREAD, IT DOESN'T MEAN THAT HE JUST RAISED HIS HEAD. IT'S TALKING ABOUT... THE ACTUAL WORD, LIKE IN THE NEW TESTAMENT, IS ANABLEPO, AND IT'S A WORD THAT MEANS TO SEE TWICE OR TO SEE AGAIN. IN OTHER WORDS, HE LOOKED PAST THE LIMITATION OF JUST THE FIVE LOAVES AND THE TWO FISH, AND HE LOOKED 
AGAIN, HE SAW INTO THE SPIRIT REALM. HE SAW WITH HIS HEART INSTEAD OF JUST WITH HIS NATURAL EYES, AND HE WAS ABLE TO MULTIPLY THIS FOOD. THIS IS THE EXACT SAME THING, THE EQUIVALENT IN THE HEBREW. AND WHEN IT SAYS HE LIFTED UP HIS EYES, IT'S MORE THAN JUST HIM RAISING UP HIS HEAD. IT'S THAT FINALLY HIS SPIRITUAL EYESIGHT RETURNED UNTO HIM. FINALLY, HE SAW WHAT GOD WAS TRYING TO TELL HIM, THAT IT WASN'T HIS GREAT ABILITY THAT CAUSED THIS. IT WAS GOD THAT USED HIM AS A THRESHING INSTRUMENT TO BRING JUDGMENT UPON HIS PEOPLE AND OTHER NATIONS. AND SO IT SAYS THAT I LIFTED UP MINE EYES UNTO HEAVEN. THAT'S MORE THAN JUST RAISING HIS HEAD. THAT'S SEEING WITH HIS HEART. AND MY UNDERSTANDING RETURNED UNTO ME. AND I BLESSED THE MOST HIGH, AND I PRAISED AND HONORED HIM THAT LIVETH FOREVER, WHOSE DOMINION IS AN EVERLASTING DOMINION, AND HIS KINGDOM IS FROM GENERATION TO GENERATION. AND ALL THE INHABITANTS OF THE EARTH ARE REPUTED AS NOTHING, AND HE DOETH ACCORDING TO HIS WILL IN THE ARMY OF HEAVEN AND AMONG THE INHABITANTS OF THE EARTH. AND NONE CAN STAY HIS HAND OR SAY TO HIM, WHAT DOEST THOU? AT THE SAME TIME MY REASON RETURNED UNTO ME, AND FOR THE GLORY OF MY KINGDOM, MY HONOR AND BRIGHTNESS RETURNED UNTO ME, AND MY COUNSELORS AND MY LORD SOUGHT UNTO ME, AND I WAS ESTABLISHED IN MY KINGDOM, AND EXCELLENT MAJESTY WAS ADDED UNTO ME. SO HE NOT ONLY WAS ABLE TO GO BACK AND RECOVER WHAT HE HAD LOST, BUT HE EVEN EXCELLED AND and EXCELLENT MAJESTY WAS ADDED UNTO HIM. AND LOOK AT THIS IN VERSE 37. TO ME, THIS IS ONE OF THE MOST PROFOUND VERSES IN THE BIBLE, ESPECIALLY UNDERSTANDING THAT KING NEBUCHADNEZZAR IS THE ONE THAT WROTE IT. IT SAYS IN VERSE 37, NOW I, NEBUCHADNEZZAR, PRAISE AND EXTOL AND HONOR THE KING OF HEAVEN, ALL WHOSE WORKS ARE TRUTH AND HIS WAYS JUDGMENT. AND LOOK AT THIS, AND THOSE THAT WALK IN PRIDE, HE IS ABLE TO ABASE. WHAT AN UNDERSTATEMENT. THIS IS SAID BY THE MIGHTIEST MAN ON THE PLANET WHO GOT LIFTED UP WITH PRIDE, AND GOD LITERALLY TOOK HIS MIND AWAY. HE WENT OUT AND BECAME LIKE AN ANIMAL FOR SEVEN YEARS, ate GRASS, SLEPT OUTSIDE, AND HE SAYS, THOSE WHO WALK IN PRIDE, GOD IS ABLE TO ABASE. WHAT AN UNDERSTATEMENT. NOW, I WILL SAY THIS, THAT WE LIVE UNDER A BETTER COVENANT THAN WHAT NEBUCHADNEZZAR LIVED UNDER. AND UNDER OUR NEW COVENANT, GOD IS EXTENDING GRACE, EVEN TO UNBELIEVERS, BUT ESPECIALLY TO BELIEVERS. BELIEVERS WILL NEVER HAVE GOD DO SOMETHING TO THEM LIKE HE DID TO NEBUCHADNEZZAR BECAUSE HE DID THAT TO JESUS. HE PUT HIS WRATH AND HIS PUNISHMENT FOR OUR SINS UPON JESUS. SO A PERSON INSIDE OF THE NEW COVENANT WILL NEVER HAVE GOD DO SOMETHING TO THEM LIKE WHAT HAPPENED TO NEBUCHADNEZZAR. EVEN PEOPLE THAT ARE OUTSIDE THE COVENANT AND HAVEN'T ACCEPTED THEIR SALVATION YET, GOD IS STILL MERCIFUL TO THEM. THERE ARE SOME EXAMPLES LIKE HEROD AND Elimaeus IN ACTS CHAPTER uh, 12 AND CHAPTER 13, BUT THOSE ARE EXCEPTIONS. AS A RULE, GOD IS EXTENDING MERCY TOWARDS EVEN UNBELIEVERS TODAY. BUT WHAT AN EXAMPLE HERE OF HOW GOD HATES THIS PRIDE AND ARROGANCY. PROVERBS CHAPTER 8, VERSE 13 SAYS, THE FEAR OF THE LORD IS TO HATE EVIL. PRIDE AND ARROGANCY IN EVERY EVIL WAY DO I HATE. GOD HATES PRIDE. PRIDE IS NOT A SPIRIT OF EXCELLENCE. I'M OUT OF TIME TODAY, BUT TOMORROW I'M GOING TO BE TALKING ABOUT THIS AGAIN, AND TOMORROW IS GOING TO BE MY LAST DAY TO PROMOTE THIS BOOK ON EXCELLENCE. I ENCOURAGE YOU TO GET THIS. WE WON'T BE OFFERING IT ON OUR TELEVISION PROGRAM 
AFTER TOMORROW. SO IF YOU WANT THIS, PLEASE LISTEN TO OUR ANNOUNCER. PLEASE CALL OR WRITE TODAY AND MAKE SURE THAT YOU GET THIS. I BELIEVE IT COULD REALLY MAKE A DIFFERENCE IN YOUR LIFE. DISCOVER THE BLESSINGS THAT ACCOMPANY AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT WHEN YOU GET ANDREW'S TEACHING TITLED EXCELLENCE. THIS TEACHING IS AVAILABLE IN A CD OR DVD ALBUM MADE FROM OUR DAILY TELEVISION BROADCAST OR IN A DVD ALBUM RECORDED LIVE FROM THE 2016 MEN'S ADVANCE. EACH OF THESE VALUABLE RESOURCES ARE AVAILABLE FOR A GIFT OF ANY AMOUNT WHEN YOU CONTACT US. YOU CAN ALSO GET ANDREW'S BOOK TITLED EXCELLENCE FOR A GIFT OF ANY AMOUNT WHEN YOU WRITE OR CALL. WE ENCOURAGE EVERYONE TO GIVE BECAUSE THERE'S A BLESSING IN GIVING. BUT IF YOU'RE SIMPLY UNABLE TO AFFORD IT, ANDREW AND HIS PARTNERS WILL PROVIDE THIS BOOK TO YOU FREE OF CHARGE. WE WANT TO SAY A SPECIAL THANK YOU TO THE GRACE PARTNERS OF ANDREW WOMACK MINISTRIES. YOUR GIFTS MAKE IT POSSIBLE TO PUT FREE MINISTRY MATERIALS INTO THE HANDS OF MANY PEOPLE IN NEED. IF YOU'RE NOT ALREADY A GRACE PARTNER, WE ASK YOU TO PRAY ABOUT BECOMING ONE TODAY. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. You know, I've got great news for those of you who've been wanting to partake of Keras, but you just can't move. You can't seem to uh, find how to fit it into your schedule. We now have what we call eCaris on this little iPad, and you get all of the first year courses here. There's 39 courses, eight hours teaching per course, so that, I think, is 312 hours worth of teaching. It's loaded on here so that you don't have to have an internet connection. It comes with headphones, wireless headphones, and this way you can take advantage of the first year of Keras curriculum, whatever your situation is. And you can interact with our staff. You take tests. They know where you are in this process. It's just a great way to take advantage of it. Check it out, eCaris. Bring Keras with you wherever you go with our new Keras app. Free to download, the Keras app allows you to easily access everything Keras Bible College has to offer in one place. Receive exclusive Grace content and explore unique Keras features. Watch or listen to archived resources and teachings. Follow along with the Bible reading plan or listen to the audio Bible. The Keras app brings everything in one place. Download your app today. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'd like to encourage you to check out our Gospel Truth TV. You are going to be blessed, so check it out. It's 24-7, gospeltruth.tv. This is the last night of our 2019 Healing Is Here conference, and I tell you, it has been spectacular. We had people stand up that said that they had been healed, and I'm sure that there was over a thousand people who stood up to say that they had been miraculously healed. And we had people come out of wheelchairs, we had people with heart problems, heart valve problems that were healed, people with, uh, I don't know, you name it, 
So if you've missed any of this, you know, you will be able to go to gospeltruth.tv and we will have archives of this conference on there. Uh, you can also sign up for next year. And I think one of the things that made a difference this year was the people came and they were excited. That from the very first note of the first song, people came expecting their miracles. And I tell you, when you place a demand like that on the Lord, things happen. If you weren't a part of this, if you didn't see it by our live stream, well then go check it out. And next year, plan to be with us in 2020 for our Healing Is Here conference in August. You'll be blessed.